0: Take care of your own. Uh, open up with me this morning in your Bible to the book of Psalms chapter 133. Psalms chapter 133. Always encourage all of God's people to bring their Bible to church with them. Yeah. Open yeah. up as we teach and preach the Word of God. Follow along with us so that you'll know what the Word of God says for yourself. Amen? Amen. 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 Today we're going to continue on part two of the call for unity. Last week I talked about how important unity is in the body of Christ. And the Bible has quite a lot to say about unity. Anytime you start to do anything good for, for the Lord and fruitful for the Lord, you can always count the adversary is going to be coming around the corner to try to stir up something, to divide and trying to destroy or hinder the work of God that you're doing. Through the years of working in this church, 27 years in this church, and over 24, 25 years on the mission field, believe me, I've seen my share of ugliness. Let me say that again. I've seen my share of ugliness in the body of Christ. Amen. And listen, I've, I've... matured enough to know that anytime you start doing something well you, you might as well start looking because the devil going to try to get into somebody yeah, Amen. and they may be close to you Amen. you never know who he, he can get into to try to destroy what God is doing I've seen the, I've seen the devil work through good people before and it's really uh, it's a shame that some people in the, in the church didn't make it out because they were so destroyed by seeing the church fuss and fight so much that they didn't want to ever be a part of the church again and there's people today that won't come to church at all because they've been hurt by the church in the church and seen ugliness in the church so there is a call for unity and uh, as long as we continue on the right track with god hey sooner or later the devil's going to try to rear his head around here. Amen. And when he does, we're going to decapitate him. Yes. Amen. 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 We're going to nip it in the bud. Nip yeah. it in the bud. We're going to take care of it. We, it, it ain't something that you it, you ever look forward to of, of uh, uh, stopping such a of spirit, but you have to stop it. Yes. And we're not going through anything right here at harvest time, thank God uh the blood of jesus has covered us we talk about the love of god and the joy and the peace and and we try to keep everybody on the same track we really ain't got nothing to fight over y'all amen uh i've seen some ugly things through the years so i've seen where uh people they build a a new church and and everything was good till they built the church or started to plan to build the church and when they started to plan to build uh you would be surprised how many times the elders disagreed on who what contractor was gonna build the church. One had a discontractor that he liked, and this one had somebody in the family that was a, a builder, and, and next thing you know, there was a clash among the elders of just who ain't not got the church built yet. <laughs> they just planted and already fired. I've seen uh, the elders against the pastors before. I've seen the deacons against the pastors before. I've seen, I've heard accusations such as deacons say, we hired you and we can fire you. Y'all ever heard such? Yes. Well, it happens in the church. and It becomes very ugly. But the Bible says in Psalm 133, how beautiful and how pleasant it is to dwell together, for brethren to dwell together in unity. It's a beautiful thing. It's a pleasant thing. For the house of God, the pastors, the elders, the apostles, the evangelists, everybody come together in one mind and one accord. It's a beautiful, it's a pleasant thing to be a part of. Amen? This yes. yes. when you come to church, you want to come to a pleasant house. Yes. That's right. When you, I'll tell you what, if there's division in the house, you can feel it when you walk through the door. Yes. Amen? It'll hit you. You can feel it. You can feel. It. Man, they son ain't right in this house. And uh, that's one thing that we don't ever want in this house is division. That's right. Amen. So turn with me to Matthew. After, uh, let's look at Matthew chapter 12, verse 25. Jesus is speaking here. And Jesus said. But Jesus knew their thoughts and he said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself will not stand. If Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? If I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sons cast them out? therefore they shall be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. For How can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man and then he will plunder his house? He who is not with me is against me. That's right. And he who does not gather with me scatters abroad. <coughs> Let us pray. Father, In the name of Jesus, as we stand here, Lord, to preach the word of God today, I need your help. Without you, I can do absolutely nothing. Let it be done me and all of you and all for your glory. I stand behind Jesus and behind the cross, and I pray that he be high, lifted up, and be glorified in this house. And Lord, help me, Lord, uh, see wondrous things from your words. And let me preach it with boldness today, Lord let us all, Lord, see how important unity is in the unity of the faith. I love you, Jesus, and I thank you, Holy Ghost, for your help. Amen. Amen. Jesus was accused of casting out demons by the the spirit of Beelzebub, a demonic spirit. Jesus said, anybody should know that if if Satan cast out uh, an evil spirit from his He's casting out. He's working against his own kingdom. Right. Jesus said, I'm not working against. Uh, uh, he said, I, I'm casting out the demon spirit. By the spirit of the Lord. He said, by the Holy Spirit's power. I'm casting it out. And the kingdom has come upon you. But any kingdom divided against itself. Jesus said, will be brought to destitution. It will come down sooner or later. If there's not unity. There will be division. And division will divide uh, every kingdom City or house That's right I don't want to touch on a little bit It's the house Our house mm-hmm. Every family house We got to be careful Every husband and wife in here To know how the devil works You got to understand How your enemy works he, The devil He has a plan and a purpose To steal, kill, and destroy mm-hmm. He comes to divide Anytime you see division, most often, and it's Satan's behind you. You got to start looking, if you look far enough, you'll find the devil at work somewhere when he's trying to divide the house. Whenever husband and wife come together in holy matrimony and begin to, to have a, a form a bond of peace, a family, and they begin to have a family unit, begin to have babies, sons and daughters, hallelujah, and then they begin to come to church, and they began to serve the Lord God Almighty, you can bet sooner or later, the devil's gonna try to show up at that house, and he's gonna try to divide mama and daddy. If he can't get to mama and he can't get to daddy, he'll come to the babies. That's right. But some kind of a way, he's gonna try to get in to divide the family unit. Because if they stay strong, Hallelujah, America will stay strong. The reason that America is in the the pits right now, instead of the United States of America, we are the divided states of America. And we ain't where we used to be. We're not as strong as we used to be because we've been divided by politics. We've been divided by religion. We've been divided by racism. We've been divided by all kinds of stuff. But the devil's behind all of it. And if he knows if he can attack the family unit, and if he can destroy the family unit, mama and daddy, he's going to have a big effect on destroying little Johnny and little Susie and all the babies in the house. That's right. Hallelujah. How many of y'all know God hates divorce? Yes, Yes. amen. The Lord wants us to stay together. A family that prays together can stay together. That's an old proverb, old saying. And I believe there's a lot of truth to it. But any time the family unit is strong and serving the Lord, the devil is going to try to get in there some kind of way. And I've seen him get into a lot of families yeah. through the years that used to come to church, that dropped out of church, and the devil got in there and turned their hearts, and they backslid, and they ran away from God, and the destruction of that house has been, I've seen so many have been destroyed the kids. Yes. Mama and daddy, Yeah, yes, it affected them. But the kids, some of them never got over it. That's right. yes. So, yes. watch out, mamas and daddies. Yes. Always agree to stay in peace and unity at the house. Amen? Amen. Work through your problems. Right. Don't give up, cave in and quit on your marriage. Because yes. it ain't about you no more. Yes. It's about us. That's it's right. about them. Yes. It's about the family. It ain't about what I want, what you want. It's about what we need in Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 So don't let your house be divided. Jesus warned, a house divided will not stand. And that goes for the church house too. If a church is divided, it will not stand. The Bible says, unless the Lord build the house, they labor in vain to build it. I believe if the Lord built the house, it'll be built in one mind, it'll be built in one accord. There won't be no fussing and fighting on what color the carpet gonna be. It won't matter if the pews are wooden or cushion. It don't matter, hallelujah, if what color but if the if the if the church has got a steeple, or if it ain't got a steeple, that's if right. the church is square, or the church is oh, round. That's right. We ain't gonna fight over little bitty things. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. Praise God. It's amazing how childish people can be to divide a whole body of believers because they want their way. It's been, uh, I've seen some ugly things in the church before I became a pastor. I was a part of two churches and both of them split dead down the middle. I've seen some ugly bickering and complaining and fighting and... I was a young believer, and I'm like, "How in the world can this be?" But it got ugly. Anybody ever seen any ugliness in the church? Yes. I'm telling you, it ain't it ain't pleasant, and it ain't beautiful. But whenever you find unity, you'll find a pleasant place to dwell, to plant yourself. That's right. Uh, Unity is is all about teamwork, y'all. It's all about teamwork. It ain't about what I can do. That's it right. ain't about uh, individualism. Yes. It ain't about self-seeking. It's about what we can do together. Yes, yes. I remember years ago uh, watching Michael Jordan play basketball. Mm-hmm. I tried this, this, this uh, illustration over in Cambodia, and it didn't go over too well <laughs> because they didn't know who Michael Jordan was. <laughs> Anybody here know who Michael Jordan is? Oh yes. Alright, Michael Jordan, he's one of the greatest basketball players they ever have been. Yes. Yeah. And uh whenever he came into the NBA, man, he was showing out. He was scoring 60, 70 points a game all by himself. Yeah. But here's the thing. They were still losing. He was scoring 60 and 70 points, and at the end of the game, they still lost. So after a a little while, he began to catch on about what teamwork is all about. It wasn't about individualism. It was about what we can do together as a team. And when he started passing the ball off and his other teammates started getting 20 points and 15 points and 20 points, and his points came down to about 30 a game. Then they started winning and they won six NBA championships only when he learned, it was about teamwork. It wasn't about what I can do. it's about what we can do together. Yes, amen. So that's what the church as, as needs to learn today. Is what, we, what can we do together? I know we can't do much as long as we divide it. Right. If it's about your idea and my idea and we can't get together, exactly. we ain't never going to get anything much done. Okay. Too much fighting over whether we're going to build a parking lot or whether we're going to build a kitchen. <laughs> what color the altar is going to be how big are you going to be it's unbelievable uh, look with me in your Bibles to the book of 1 Corinthians no I tell you what let's go to John John chapter 17 verse 11 John 17 11 Jesus is speaking here and he's praying He's praying for his disciples. He's getting close to his crucifixion. And he's praying. He's praying for his disciples. And this is what he began to pray in verse 11. He said, Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to you, Holy Father. Me. keep through your name those whom you have given me that they may be one as we are his prayer was that they may be one as we are now go on down to verse 20 with me Jesus begins he's praying for all believers now which would be include me and you he said, "I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one. Everybody say one. 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 That they all may be one as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world that the world may believe" That you sent me. And the glory which you gave me, I have given them, that they may be one, just as we are one. Verse 23 I in them, and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world, that the world may know that you have sent me and have. Love them as you have loved me. Jesus prayed that we would be one as He and the Father is one. Don't you know the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, they are one? There's no disagreement within the triune unity of of Almighty God. There's no division between the Father and the Son. They are one. That Jesus came to please His Father. The Holy Spirit's come to lift up Jesus. They're always in one mind, one accord, always working together for one kingdom, one Lord, one faith, hallelujah, one body. We all one. Amen. 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 But Jesus said, I pray that they be one that the world may see. That everybody outside the doors, those that don't believe in me, because they see the oneness of, of the body of Christ, that they are one like you and I, the world will see and it will testify to the world that they are mine. Amen. Division Amen. Amen. has hurt the testimony and the witness of the church. Amen. Division, has. Amen. There's a lot of people out there looking in and say, man, them folks can't work together on nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a crying shame that the body of Christ has that kind of stigma over their head Amen. because Amen. so many churches. Yeah, I, I hate to uh-huh. say this, but i won't say it. Come on. Half of the churches in the world today came from splits. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Come Not on. because they were called and ordained, but because they split from this one and this one and this one. Some churches split four times. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Come on. It's ugly. Hmm. Is God in it? No. Yeah. No, God, it, it, it should be peaceful. And you should any church that you leave, you should leave with a blessing. Mm -hmm. That's right. Amen. 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 If you have to leave and you in disunity with your pastor, something wrong. Mm -hmm. You should always be able to leave peacefully. That's right. And with a blessing. Amen. Amen. And with good intentions. I've had a lot of people come to church through the years, and uh, some will come and say, "The Lord called me here." And I've been put here to help you build this church and to do God's work here. And man, I was so eager and so desperate to have some help. I was like, man, we'll join the team. No, I bet. Not knowing that they weren't sent from God. That's right. No. I found out later, Miss Louise, that Jesus didn't send them. How did I figure that out? Because they tried to divide the flock nobody God's sin is going to come in here and try to side, get you to side with them to overthrow the pastor. That's right. Amen. Amen. You know, the devil got thrown out of heaven because he got a third of the heaven, a third of the angels to side with him. Mm-hmm. He had to be putting on some kind of smooth talk up there in heaven. That's right. Come on. I mean, he smooth talked and deceived and got a third of the angels in heaven. That's an innumerable number. Of angels uh-huh. to follow him in his overthrow of Almighty God. Yes. Lucifer wanted to overthrow Almighty God in heaven. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine an overthrow in heaven? Uh-huh. The devil, if he'll try to overthrow heaven, don't think he won't try to visit your house. That's, That's right. right. Come, Come on. Pastor. Don't think your house ain't on his agenda. That's, That's right. Exactly. If, he can, if he can stir up something in heaven itself, oh man that guy that devil is is an ugly joker mm-hmm. Amen. and he divides yes. and he destroys Yes. how many families has he destroyed in the world mm-hmm. by division yeah. how many houses of God how many churches have let old Sloughfoot in to destroy the work of God mm-hmm. I've seen people argue and throw pastors out of the churches Overseas and in America because the Spirit of God started move in the, in the church. Mm. People started getting healed. People got delivered. Maybe some believer, a new believer came in and he believed in casting out devils and, and started a ministry of casting out devils. And, and the pastor didn't want him casting out devils. Mm. We don't believe that here. Maybe the Holy Ghost started moving and people started getting filled with the Holy Ghost and fire. I've seen pastors in, in, in Thailand and Cambodia, other places of the world, and America. That used to be uh, not spirit filled, get spirit filled, and once they got spirit filled, the elder said, "You can't have that here." Don't now we heard you. Exactly, I heard you. We'll fire you yep. if you keep up, keep on with this tongue talking stuff. Uh-huh. We don't believe that in this, this, this denomination. So if you're gonna talk in tongues and preach te- teaching in tongues, we're gonna to have to ask you to resign. Yes. And if you don't resign, we're gonna fire you. That's how ugly it is. That's how ugly it is. Going back to teamwork. If a church is ever gonna do anything great for God, they've got to work together as a team. Amen. If you've got a team of horses, and you got four horses, and they're gonna pull this wagon. If all the horses, if two horses are going pulling this way and two horses are pulling that way, they're gonna tear the wagon in two. Amen. It ain't gonna get far because there's no unity. That's right. When we go in unity, we all want in one mind, one accord, and in the same direction. Amen. 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 Um. Look with me in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. The Bible has so much to say about this thing called unity. And in the Corinthian church, the Apostle Paul, he would travel in a circuit, you could say. He might be in in, in church at Ephesus one week or a year. And then he'd move on to uh, the church at Colossae. Then he would move to the Corinth church. Then he would go over to the Philippi church. And he would just keep moving. Thessalonica. He'd keep traveling, keep checking on the churches. He wanted to make sure the churches were going in the right direction. That's what an apostle does. They go, they check, They check and see what's being preached, what the doctrine is. They check and see about the unity of the body. And when Paul came to the church at Corinth, he found some problems. And he addressed them. Verse 10. 1 Corinthians 1, verse 10. The apostle Paul said, Now I plead with you. Brethren, he ain't talking about unbelievers. He said, Brethren, By the name of our Lord Jesus Christ that you all speak the same thing Mm -hmm. (coughs) and that there be no divisions among you but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. For it has been declared to me concerning you, my brethren, by those of Cleo's household That there are contentions. Among you. Verse 12. Now I say then. That each of you says. I am of Paul. Or I am of Apollos. Or I am of Cephas. Or I am of Christ. Verse 13. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? So the apostle looks at this at the church and he said, "Yo, all I'm not hearing good things about what's going on in this house. This church, I'm hearing about a lot of contentions, a lot of divisions. And he said, Some of you say y'all, are, y'all follow Paul. Some say I'm following Peter. Some say I'm following Apollos. And he said, who are we? We just ministers of God. You're supposed to all be following Christ. Amen. Amen? Paul said, I wasn't crucified for you. Peter wasn't crucified for you. Apollo wasn't crucified for you. But you're supposed to keep your eyes on Jesus Christ. The church is all off. The train is off track because they all following somebody, but they ain't following Jesus. Amen? Amen. When you follow Jesus, you're in one mind and one accord. That's right. <laughs> Now, is Christ divided? No. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 3 now. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. He's already addressed this, but he's going to readdress it. You know why he's going to have to readdress it? Because he didn't get it fixed. It's still going on. Folks still there's still contention. The word contention means you quarreling, you arguing, you're divided. That's what the word contention means. So in verse chapter 3, verse 1, he said, And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. Verse 2. I fed you with milk. And not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it, and even now you are not—you still not able, for you are still carnal. For where there is envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? For when one says, "I am a Paul," and another I am of Apollos are you not carnal verse 5 who then is Paul and who is Apollos but ministers through whom you believe as the Lord gave to each one I planted Apollos watered, but God gave the increase Amen. Right. Amen. so then neither he who plants is anything nor is he who waters but God who give the increase? That's right. So when Paul looked at the church of Corinth, he looked at their spiritual status and seen how whether they were still babies or they mature yet. And when he goes and he begins to check on their spiritual condition, he finds out that they ought to be grown up by now, but they still babies. Uh-huh. He's still having to treat them like babies, and they still acting like babies in the church because. Of their quarrels, of their contention, of their division, of their backbiting—the things that they were doing to tear the house of God apart—showed that they were not mature Christians at the time. And Paul was addressing it because they had they had begun to, to make a religion out of out of things. If 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 you get saved under Paul, Paul don't want you to start a name a church under the name of Paul. If you get saved under Apollos, you ain't supposed to put the church of Apollos outside. It ain't about Apollos. It ain't about uh, Paul. They just minister. They just sow and seed. You might have believed through them, but they ain't your Christ. They ain't your Messiah. They didn't lay down their life for you. They wasn't resurrected on the third day. God just chose them and anointed them to bring you into the kingdom. But you ain't supposed to idolize them. You ain't supposed to make them something that God never intended them to be. Amen. And a lot of churches today have started churches in the name of somebody. Yes. Yes. But it ain't supposed to be that way. That's right. Amen. I'm talking to folks overseas. I pray that y'all understand what's going on. There's a lot of bickering overseas in Africa, over in Asia. People bickering and fighting, and, and that ain't what the Christian faith is all about. Amen. we're supposed to be working together the American church the Asian church, the African church the church all over the world ought to be working together in one mind and one accord under one king one savior and his name is Jesus Christ amen amen. amen. they know we ain't got time to spend bickering, quarreling contention the book of James chapter 3 verse 16 says where there's envy Strife and self-seeking. There's confusion and every evil work. Mm-hmm. Whenever people start getting in strife with one another, get jealous of one another, you know the church is never supposed to be a competitive. We ain't supposed yeah. to compete with one church across the road. Yeah, that's right. We ain't supposed to be competing against one another. If one church is doing something great, Hallelujah! Praise God! Rejoice with them. Yes, Thank God they're moving along. Yes. Do what I pray that they're doing what God called them to do. But rejoice! Yes. Don't talk about them. Don't try to tear them down. That's right. Always lift up the body of Christ. They may be Baptists, They may be Baptist. They may be Lutheran. They may be this. They may be that. But hallelujah! If they serve in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah! Don't don't try to tear them down. Trying to lift them up, Amen. 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 <coughs> Lord have mercy. I've seen some ugly things, and as Jesus gets closer to coming back, we're going to see some more ugly things yeah. because the devil. The Bible said the devil knows this time is short, mm-hmm. yes. and he's going to do whatever he can to paint a bad picture about the church. But we got to stand up for what's right. we got to do what's right. we got to form a bond of peace to keep the unity of the faith and continue to strive together and keep moving forward that Jesus Christ and his His, his kingdom will be glorified in this earth. That's right. I don't ever want to put a bad uh, name on the work of the Lord. That's right. Let's always lift up. The beautiful, wonderful, holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And let's let's grow up. Let's keep the faith. Let's stay strong. Yes. And when the devil jumps up in here or anywhere, in your home, in your family, in your church, in your marriage, wherever, you gotta be willing to in the name of Jesus Christ. Put the devil in his place. That's right. right. Don't let him destroy your marriage. Amen. Don't be uh, too prideful to say, I'm sorry or I was wrong. Be humble. Amen. Me and Sophie have been married 32 years now. And listen, don't think the devil did try to get in there and try to tear us apart. Don't think he did. He knows if he can tear our marriage apart, he's gonna tear our poor children apart. That's right. Uh, their family won't be as strong as it should be mm-hmm. because it, it it trickles all the way down. That's right. Yeah, that's that's right. true. Uh, and also the church. Don't think our names ain't been on the top of the devil's list. That's right. In thirty-two years. That's right. If he can knock the head out. Hallelujah, he can scatter the sheep. Mm-hmm. That's right. So we always have to keep our eyes open for what the devil may try to plan right. to divide us. Mm-hmm. Amen. I always tell my mission teams, sometimes I take different people <coughs> for the first time. I always get them together, and I say, look, fellas, I know y'all come from different churches and different this, that, and other, but now y'all on the, on the, on the team. And this team, we work together. That's right. That's right. We we ain't no individualism <coughs> yes. I said, it ain't about you, it ain't about me. It's about the team. It's about the work of the Lord. I said, so watch out for division. Amen. Because I ain't putting up with none of it on this trip. Amen. I'll put you back on a plane and send you back to America. <laughs> no joke. Yeah. Yeah. That's the yeah. way you gotta deal with division. Yeah. 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 You don't let division hang around too long it'll mess up the work. Yes, so you gotta keep everybody on the same playing field. And one thing about, if anybody in has ever played sports, you know, to win, you gotta play as a team. That's right, yes. amen. amen. I used to play football, I used to play baseball. If you play in baseball, they put you in third base, or they put you in right field, left field, wherever they put you. That's your position. You gotta maintain that position. Yes. If you don't maintain that position and play that position, and you don't do well at that position, they're gonna change you out. Yep. Because you're affecting the whole team. That's right. When the ball's hit the right field or third base, you've gotta you got to you you've got to get it, you gotta throw it to first base, you gotta catch the ball. Whatever. <laughs> if you play in football, I used to play defensive end. And whenever uh, I had a position to play, I had to cover the flats, yeah. I had to cover running back, I had to backfield, yeah. and if it, if I didn't if I didn't do my job, it was gonna weaken the whole team. Yeah. That's right. So everybody on the team had to keep everybody in check. That's right. If you got weak, we had to tighten you up. Yeah. We had to tighten you up. I mean, if you if you let somebody come through your hole too many times, we would we would literally give you a real good pep talk. Uh-huh. That cannot continue. Yeah. That's your position. And they are running all through you right here, and they get five, six, eight, ten yards every time. They coming right over you every time. Now you got to stop this. Yes. And we give them a good, <laughs> good tightening up. No, listen. If you don't tighten up, our team gonna lose. That's right. So if we all play our position, <coughs> we come out on top at the end. so I just want to encourage y'all. Always be kingdom minded always keep the the bond of unity. And unity means to be one, one mind, and one accord. Whenever we do that, we're fruitful, we're blessed, and we're powerful, as long as we stay in unity, amen? Amen. Amen. We got a lot of things to do for Jesus, our work is just getting started good, and we're gonna do a lot of things together, amen? Amen. 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 We are gonna score, we are gonna win the national championship, (laughs) Larry, we're going to have our hand raised in the ring. we world champions. Amen? Amen? Praise the Lord. Stand with me this morning. Unity. Let me speak to our people out here in Africa. If you're in Africa, if you're in Asia, you're in Europe, wherever you are, if you're watching us by media, it was our honor to come into your home. We love you. We want to encourage you to watch out for what the devil would like to do to destroy it your ministry, your home, your marriage. Watch out for the one that comes to divide. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, take your stand, be bold, rebuke the devil, get the strife, the vision out of the house. Hallelujah. And your ministry will flourish. It will be blessed if you will unify. Be a blessing to the kingdom of God and be kingdom minded. God bless you and thank you for tuning in today. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ has already died, already rose again, all you have to do is believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, and you shall be saved. If you want to live the good life, give your life to Jesus Christ. He'll give you a life that's worth living. I know what I'm talking about. Jesus loves you. Hallelujah. Start living by believing in Jesus. It's your choice. God bless you.